From the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 75. Yes, good morning, hello everyone, good evening, good day, good life. Welcome to The Mystic Show. I am your host, Chris Curran, and I'm happy you can join me. This is the show where we talk about all kinds of cool things. Mindfulness, personal development, and a whole lot of spirituality and uh, a whole lot of practicality and maybe even uh, some morality uh, and I think these topics are so important in our life our lives and you know that's why this show exists because everywhere else you turn there's a lot of a lot of I don't know what you want to call it but you know what I'm talking about a lot of uh, nonsense a lot of uh, uproar about everything, focusing on the negative, all that kind of stuff. And um, anyway, I guess that has its place too. But um, this show, if if you actually practice what we talk about on this show and, and more and practice it your own way, um, it'll be a big, huge help to your spiritual growth. That's pretty much guaranteed. And we broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream, internet radio station. And then we, after every live show, we archive every episode as a podcast in three different places, iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website, www.themysticshow.net. And... Um, themysticshow.net we have all our links to our social media and the fractal stream and everything and um, a quick quick hello to our sponsor Pause Your Life which uh, there's a meetup this Friday night for Pause Your Life and the spring retreat is the first weekend in May very exciting stuff uh, I can't wait for that one we have people registering for the retreat all uh, seems like almost every day. It's very exciting. People are ready to hit the pause button on their life. Are you ready to do that? Do you need to hit the pause button and just stop the madness for at least a short time? Well, so today we have some very good topics to discuss, and I just want to start by mentioning that um, today we're actually going to finish the book we've been reading. Okay. The book we've been reading is called Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Rend, and we're going to finish this one. Uh, we're at the very end and this is, I really like this book on many levels. Um, again, we've read 
segments of it for the past probably, uh, I don't know, 20 episodes. So uh, so we'll finish this one up today, and then we're actually going to start another book, and we're going to go, we're going back. We're going back to the English mystic, Mr. James Allen. And I have a book here with all 19 of his books in one volume. And I was flipping through it last night. My wife and I were looking through it. And um, and then at the end of this volume, it tells a little bit about James Allen. It's like a paragraph, which is amazing that someone who who had such a great impact on so many other writers... Um, not much was really known about him because I, I don't know if his, well, I think his work was fairly well known when he was alive, but I don't think he was famous. And maybe that's why there's not a lot of information about him, but his wife did write a little, uh, memoir. It's pretty short, you know, uh, I don't know, five, six pages. Very nice. I mean, very touching actually. And I, I was excited to find it last night you know i've owned this book for at least more than, more than a year i've owned this book and i ne- i i didn't look close enough to see this part where his wife wrote a little memoir about him and she was kind of saying that he he was a very you know at some point in his life i think when he was in the early 30s he started waking up pretty much before dawn every day and going out and meditating on top of a hill or something. And, uh, and he started writing a lot he, and then he was just writing all the time. And I guess it was a little bit frustrating for his wife at times, you know, she just wanted probably to live a normal life. Uh, but here her husband was, you know, this profound being. And she was saying how he never, you know, he never had a bad thing to say about anybody and he was so helpful to people and and it made me think about uh my life and probably a lot of our lives you know i think you know when when people are painted as very saintly and perfect it um well it's good to know that it's good to know that someone can achieve that and then I was thinking of my own life and, you know, before getting into a spiritual practice, my life wasn't that smooth. You know, it wasn't all rosy. <laughs> and I wasn't, uh, everything I said <laughs> wasn't, you know, a nice thing about other people. Um, so it just made me think for a second, you know, wow, these some of these mystics or these saints who are on earth, they seem to be living like the perfect life. And some of us, we've come, you know, we've come from the other side of the tracks where we've, uh, where a lot of negative things have happened and we've, you know, maybe we've been in some trouble and, you know, it's maybe nothing too extreme, but um, it just makes you think, you know, can I really achieve what they achieved? And... You know, it makes you think for a second, but the answer is yes. It has to be yes. Even if, you know, 
even if you've done really, really bad things, which I never, I never did anything really bad. Probably just normal, goofy, dumb stuff, you know, from a dumb, ignorant, arrogant American, right? So, but even if you've done really bad stuff, I think, you know, you can overcome it. And that's the beauty of divinity or God or the universe is that there's never any judgment when it comes to um, moving forward and becoming something better. There's never any judgment. It's not like, okay, if you murdered someone, then you can never become divinized. No, there's no rule like that. It may take longer. It may be a bit more difficult, but it can happen. And it, it has to be able to happen because the universe or God, I don't like using the word God because everyone sees it as like a big human being who's judging us or helping us or allowing us to do something. Um, but I think the universe is just open uh, to, it, the universe is just there and we're, we can take the initiative and become what we need to become regardless of what happened in the past. And if we remember the bad things in the past, well, that's our problem because the universe in a way doesn't remember. And we may have to suffer for something we did in the past, but we only have to suffer for so long. We don't, we don't suffer forever. So as I was reading about James Allen and his wife was saying how, what a great person he was and, um, it was touching and, and, and I think even, I, I think I heard Wayne Dyer say one time that, that St. Augustine, when he was young, was, uh, I think he used to drink alcohol and he was a womanizer. And, uh, but I think maybe around the age of 19 or 20, he kind of turned the other way and, uh, and it apparently became a great saint, uh, in the, uh, is it the Catholic or Christian uh, tradition? One or the other, or one or both. Um, but so you can see that people do turn it around. And sometimes you've probably seen in your own life, the people who, you know, people who can do bad things really well, they can do good things really well too. It's just a matter of direction, right? They're putting their energy in a different direction. So I thought this was, you know, my first thought was, my goodness, I'm never going to be able to be as good as James Allen or my spiritual guide or or other spiritual people I've met in the past who just seem like, they just seem perfect, you know, like, it just seems perfect. And, and maybe it's not all perfect, but I definitely know that these people have not done what I've done, you know, in terms of bad things, let's say. I know they didn't do a lot of the things I did. And again, they weren't that bad. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a terrible guy. Uh, just normal, like I said, normal dumb stuff. But, but regardless, whatever your past is, whatever you've been through, that's the beauty of spirituality that we can all bounce back from it. We can overcome it. We can you don't even have to overcome it. You just forget about it and be who you are right now. Be who you want to be right now. 
And if you think about the past or something comes up related to the past, just don't get upset about it. Just kind of let it go. Just whatever. It's gone. Um, you know, and that attitude is not easy, right? That's not the easiest of attitudes, but but it's an option. No? Absolutely, it's an option. So, after we finish, uh, we're going to finish the Genevieve Biren book today, but after we finish that, probably tomorrow or maybe even Friday, uh, because I think we have a guest coming in uh, Thursday this week. Um, anyhow, if you're listening to the podcast, that doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so either tomorrow or the next day, we'll, we'll, start, uh, we'll start a new James Allen book. And I think we're going to start at the beginning. I, I still have to look. Um, his first book was called From Passion to Peace. No, I'm sorry. That's not correct. Um, from Passion to Peace was from 1910. And, wow, it's like these pages are sticking together here. Uh, his first book, what, interesting, was called From Poverty to Power. And it was published in 1901. So I I think we're going to start with that one. I didn't look over it yet, but I guess now that I now that I said it on the air, I guess we'll do it. But I mean, hey, I'm we've already read two of James Allen's books. We read Byways of Blessedness and Above Life's Turmoil, and they're just amazing. And uh, so we'll probably just start with the beginning, uh, the fir- James Allen's first book and, and go from there. Um, and we're not going to read all of them in a row. Like I do want to cover other authors, but like I said earlier, they have to be, you know, published before, I don't know, let's say 1940 because, uh, I don't want to, I, I can't read books or read portions of books that are, um, that are new, that are still copywritten. So, um, so I wanted to ask you if you have, uh, if you've read a book written by someone again before, let's say 1940, uh, a very good book about spirituality and 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 putting it into practice. Uh, definitely send a note through the website. Um, you can go to the contact us page. It's um, themysticshow.net themysticshow.net and go to the contact us page and you can send us a note and um and we'll get it and uh you know I'm always interested in these books especially I mean there's something about books that were published long ago they just have this sort of aura about them because I think in the modern age we think everything we're doing is like we're the first people to do it and it's like no you're not like you're not even the hundredth person to do it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the Mystic Show. i 
Thank you to Anya for this musical interlude piece. It's called Falling Embers uh, by Anya. Thank you so much. Um, I, we have to get her on the show. If any, if any of you listeners know Anya, please send her a little note, please. <laughs> she needs to make an appearance on the Mystic Show. So welcome back to the Mystic Show. Uh, our website is themysticshow.net. You can find all our details there, our links to our social media, and also all past episodes. That's right, A-L-L, all past episodes. Um, there you go. And you can get the podcast in a lot of different places, and we're live every every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream. And the Fractal Stream is... Uh, well, it's a radio station that I organize, and uh, it we have some talk shows, and it plays a lot of mostly music throughout the day. So, if you ever want to just put on the Fractal Stream, you can listen to what's playing. Uh, pretty much all handpicked music by uh, by me. Um, so, yep, this is the Mystic Show, and right now I, I just want to mention uh, Pause Your Life one more time. If you go to pauseyourlife.org. You can see uh, the meetups and retreats, and and you can even sign up for a daily email, which actually I've been a bad boy because I didn't, uh, I have to program the the email quotes to go out, Um, but there's a daily quote you can get in your email. You can sign up at pauseyourlife.org, pauseyourlife.org, and uh, yep, so let's do it. This is... uh, This is the final piece from our book that we're reading called Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Rend. And uh, again, I published in, I believe, 1921. Yep, it doesn't say here on the inside of this book. It's a a reprint. So, yeah, let's... uh, So, the last section we read was about prayer and basically how to ask how to pray or how to ask for what you want, believing that you already have received it. And, you know, again, we, we don't have time to go into all these details. We talked about it in previous episodes. Um, but she gives um, ideas on, you know, suggestions on how to pray and how to ask and how to, you know, uh, connect with your inner power and things like that. Um Pretty good stuff. And now this section today, the first section, is basically how to close your prayer. It's called the closing of prayer. And uh, so we'll go ahead and read this. Prayer as a method of thought is a deliberate use of the law, which gives you the power of dominion over everything which tends in any way to hamper your perfect liberty. You have been given life that you may enjoy it more and more fully. The steady recognition of this truth makes you declare yourself a prince of power. You recognize, accept, and use this power as a child of a king and hence, dominion is your birthright. Then, when you feel the light of this great truth flooding your consciousness, 
Open the floodgates of your soul in heartfelt praise that you have the understanding that the Creator and His creation are one. Also, that the Creator is continually creating through His creation. Close your treatment in the happy assurance that the prayer which is fulfilled is not a form of supplication, but a study habitual affirming that the creator of all creation is operating specifically through you. Therefore, the work must be perfectly done. Your mind is a center of divine operation. And then the author gives uh, the next section is called Hints for Application and Practice. Hints for Application and Practice. For every five minutes given to reading and study of the theories of mental science, spend 15 minutes in the use and application of the knowledge acquired. Spend one minute in every 24 hours in a conscientiously thinking over the specification that must be observed in order to have your prayers answered. Practice the study recognition of desirable thought possession for two periods of 15 minutes each every day. Not only time yourself each period, to see how long you can keep a given conception before your mental vision, but also keep a written record of the vividness with which you experience your mental image. Remember that your mental senses are just as varied and trainable as your physical ones. Spend five minutes every day between 12 noon and 1 o'clock with a mental search for new sources of wealth. Okay, so that's the end of that section. And now the very last piece of the whole book is called Things to Remember. And this is very nice. So here we go. This is called Things to Remember. Remember that the greatest mental scientist the world has ever known, Jesus Christ the man, said all things are possible unto you. Also, the things I do, you can do. Did he tell the truth? Jesus did not claim to be more divine than you are. He declared the whole human race children of God. By birth, he was no exception to this rule. The power he possessed was developed through his personal effort. He said you could do the same if you would only believe in yourself. A great idea is valueless 
unless accompanied by physical action. God gives the idea, man works it out upon the physical plane. All that is really worthwhile is contentment. Self-command alone can produce it. The soul and body are one. Contentment of mind is contentment of soul. And contentment of soul means contentment of body. If you wish health, watch your thoughts. Not only of your physical being, but your thoughts about everything and everybody. With your will, keep them in line with your desire. And outwardly act in accordance with your thoughts. And you will soon realize that all power, both over thoughts and conditions, has been given to you. You believe in God. Believe in yourself as the physical instrument through which God operates. Absolute dominion is yours when you have sufficient self-mastery to conquer the negative tendency of thoughts and actions. Ask yourself daily, what is the purpose of the power which put me here? How can I work with the purpose for life and liberty in me? Upon having decided these questions, endeavor hourly to fulfill them. You are a law unto yourself. If you have a tendency to overdo anything, eat, drink, or blame circumstances for your misfortunes, Conquer that tendency with the inward conviction that all power is yours outwardly. Eat less. Drink less. Blame circumstances less. And the best there is will gradually grow in the place where the worst seemed to be. Always remember that all is yours to use, as you will. You can if you will. If you will, you do. God the Father blesses you with all he has to give. Make good, godly use of it. The reason for greater success when you first began your studies and demonstrations in mental science, is that your joy and enthusiasm at the simple discovery of the power within was greater than you have been able to put into your understanding later. With increased understanding, put increasing joy and enthusiasm, and the results will correspond. And that's the end of that section. 
And that's the end of our episode today. But what a fitting ending to this book. Talking about putting joy and enthusiasm into your journey. So maybe as you move through your day, maybe put a little enthusiasm into it. Maybe you can think about these topics, make some notes if you want to write, if you think of anything that you want to write down about these topics. And smile, of course, right? So thanks for joining me. Look forward to being with you again very soon. And as always, keep shining. Thank you.